This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Just this morning, the Bank of Canada announced that it is keeping its key interest rates steady, though it set the stage for a hike in March. And everyone is expecting a series of rate hikes in an attempt to control inflation. In the meantime, the markets have been wild and volatile with big losses most of the month after a really long bull market run. What does this mean for older investors? And if you have questions we have experts, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Now let's go to Benjamin Tal, Managing Director and Deputy Chief Economist at CIBC Capital Markets, and Alan Small, Senior Investment Advisor, Alan Small Financial Group, Private Wealth. Hi, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, first, I'll start with Alan, because uh, I didn't even check the markets right before I went to air. So how are we doing today? We are up. It's, uh, it's actually a very good day. The market's uh, pre-market, but we're, markets were higher. I think uh, Microsoft did uh, a lot to help the markets. Reporting late last night uh, started off down a little bit and then rebounded after their conference call. So we came into this morning on a positive note right across the board, uh, Toronto, as well as New York markets, and uh, those gains have basically held. And now we're waiting to hear the Federal Reserve in the U.S. at 2 o'clock, see what they have to say. But hopefully we can hold on to some of these big gains. Okay, well, hopefully. Benjamin Tall, I, you know, people are, are bracing for interest rate hikes. That might be a good thing for people. But uh, the Bank of Canada is holding steady, and inflation is a huge and growing issue. Yes, the Bank of Canada faced a major dilemma before the decision because on the one hand, inflation is rising and you <clears throat> need to fight it and maintain your credibility as a central bank that is, that is fighting inflation. At the same time, do you really want to raise interest rates in an environment in which we are still in the midst of an Omicron where uh, the job market will be negative in January, people are struggling, small businesses are struggling? Do you really want to raise interest rates in this environment? So it was uh, the decision not to raise interest rates was really a PR decision, basically try to show that uh, the um, uh, bank is not blind to what's happening uh, in the economy given COVID. At the same time, they are basically raising interest rates without raising interest rates by telling the market, listen, the party is over. We are raising interest rates. Be ready. Alan, uh, what should people do in their portfolios to prepare for these rising rates? And that's a great question. I think, especially for retirees, a lot of them have been forced to move into the stock market because interest rates have been so low for so long. You really can't make enough to, to keep up with inflation, to keep up with their people's expenses. So a lot of individual investors have been forced to move into the stock market to, to earn a higher rate of return than they would get in the fixed income market. And I think these are the individuals that I think when times are volatile, they're the ones that uh, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're the most likely to panic or, or make some, some poor judgments or poor decisions because, frankly, they're just not used to being in the market during these times. So what I think they need to do is anytime these things happen, take a step back, 
know, don't make any uh, rush. Don't rush to judgment. Don't rush to make a move. Uh, if you're owning good quality names, a lot of these retirees have moved into things such as Canadian bank stocks, I think. And I think Canadian bank stocks work in a rising interest rate environment. Banks in general tend to work. So I think what individual investors have to do is assess their portfolio, assess uh, you know, the companies they own. Do these companies have pricing? Uh, you know, can they can they pass along pricing uh, higher costs to, to the end user? Uh, you know, do do these companies that uh, someone owns do they grow? Do they have a bottom line growth, and will they continue to grow? So I think any company that can pr- pass along higher costs to the end user and that can show long term growth, those are the names that I believe individual investors want to take a look at during these times. Benjamin Tall, what do you think? consumers can do in the face of this inflation and you know this these interest rate hikes presumably they won't come very quickly yes that's the key question how quickly the bank of canada and the fed will raise interest rates we have to remember that every economic recession over the past 50 years was a help if not caused by monetary policy error in which central bankers raise interest rates way too quickly so the number one risk facing the market is if the Fed or the Bank of Canada will go crazy with interest rates and raise interest rates very quickly. The number one enemy is not higher rates, but rapidly rising rates. And uh, when I meet with the Bank of Canada, and I meet with the Bank of Canada very often, unfortunately, <laughs> I can tell you that uh, they understand that, and they don't want to repeat past mistakes. So I believe that uh, the market now pricing in five or six moves by the Bank of Canada is too hawkish. I think that the Bank of Canada will go more slowly, but at the end of the day, they will take interest rates to where they belong. So now interest rates are basically one quarter of a percentage point. We are basically seeing interest rates rising to 2%, but slowly, gradually, making sure that you are not shocking the market. So expect interest rates to be rising, but not very quickly. In this environment, I like uh, stocks that pay you back dividends and buy back uh, stocks. Uh, I like companies Again, like banks, like energy, usually in early stages of uh, higher interest rates, energy and banks are doing extremely well. And this time they will do even better. Why? Because companies are sitting on a mountain of cash. We are talking about roughly $200 billion of extra cash, excess cash sitting on the sidelines. So energy companies will be providing and raising their dividends. Banks are doing it already, will continue to do so. Also, for consumers, you will see companies like our big grocers, that are not so linked to the supply chain issues that we are having, that have pricing power, they will be able to ride the wave. So there are many options for investors in this environment. Uh, Alan, uh, Benjamin was just predicting an increase to 2%, a slow increase. That's not enough for all those nervous stock market investors that you were talking about earlier. Well, I think, uh, you know, Benjamin makes a a great point in that that the rise will be gradual. And I do believe that both stock market and interest rates can rise together. We've seen this in the past where, at least initially, as interest rates begin to rise, stock market can and does tend to follow. So, again, you want to find companies that have good pricing power uh, that can pass along the cost to the end user. Uh, We saw last night, for example, CN Rail reported earnings, and they talked about rising prices. so these are companies that, that I think will continue to do well. And yeah, you know, I think interest rates will rise gradually. I think the normalization of interest rates, you know, has been called for for quite some time. I agree. I think at a time when, you know, we're still being restricted, especially here in Ontario, 
with respect to our businesses. They can't operate at full capacity. It'd be very difficult for the Bank of Canada to, to begin to raise interest rates when businesses were not able to, to run at full capacity. And so I think it was the right move to wait at least until the spring. And, and something else that I think, you know, that I was talking about this morning with, with some as well is that, you know, I'd like to see the U.S. go first with respect to higher interest rates. I don't know if that's going to happen because I would like to see, I, I, don't, I wouldn't like to see our dollar get, you know, too much higher. You know, an 85 cent dollar uh, to me is a little bit high. I'd rather see the dollar hovering around the 75 to 80 cent range. So ideally, I think if, if the U.S. Fed were to, to raise rates and then we were to follow right behind, I think for me personally, I think that would be more comfortable in that case. And so I think that would also be better for individual businesses, especially those that export goods to the United States, which are, as we know, are many of our businesses. So I think that the market is going to be bumpy this year, but I do believe individual investors, uh, if you own good quality names, I think you will still have a positive return at the end of the year. Benjamin Tall, I mean, when we were seeing those big drops uh, in recent days, people were saying, okay, you know, that bear market is finally here. It's, it's a correction or it's worse than a correction. Uh, what do you think? Uh, are, are we heading to that or escaping it? I think it's a function of how quickly interest rates will be rising. Uh, I think that what we are seeing now is something very typical to a situation in which you move from free money to cheap money. And interest rates are rising. Usually you see higher volatility in this kind of uh, environment. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. Granted, the volatility is really crazy if you look at the last few days, but it's still, nevertheless, volatility that we expected. At the same time, you know, when interest rates go up from 25 basis points to 2%, that's a reasonable, normal scenario. We have no business being at 25 basis point interest rates. We have no business being there. There is no emergency uh, uh, anymore. We need to see interest rates rising. That's good for the economy. So I don't think that we are in a bear market. I think that um, the stock market is not uh, extremely expensive in Canada relative to the U.S. And remember, the dividend yield in Canada is actually double the dividend yield you get in the U.S. And therefore, Canada is actually very attractive, especially if you look at banks and uh, energy. So overall, I suggest that, yes, this, the tech sector in the U.S. is suffering because it's extremely sensitive to uh, higher interest rates. But if your time horizon is not five minutes, if your time horizon is two or three years, I believe that there are some bargains in the tech space at this point because the future is technology. Uh, I'll give the last word to Alan. Uh, do you agree or are we, we headed to that, in, uh, well, some would say inevitable bear market? No, I do agree. I do agree. And uh, I agree with the, the, uh, the ideas of, of technology and, and looking at some of those places where you know, the market seems to have sold off just because interest rates are, are about to go higher. You know, I, I don't think names like, you know, the, you know, the chip makers or, or some of the software or some of the biggest tech names out there, the Googles, the Apples, the, the Microsofts, I think these companies will continue to do well even if or when interest rates begin to rise because, as uh, Benjamin said, they both can go up at the same time. And I, I agree. I do believe there are some bargains out there. I think there's a lot of money on the sidelines waiting to buy the dips. Uh, just I think there are a lot of cautious people. I think the people that took money out of the market, I don't really think they're putting it into the bond market as yet. I think it's just on the sidelines waiting to enter back. And I think if we can get some stability in the markets, I think when cooler heads do prevail and we see that raising or rising interest rates is a normal function to get to the one and a half, two percent over the next year and a half or so, I think individuals will start to buy up some of these bargain, uh, bargain priced uh, stocks.
Okay. Thank you so much, Benjamin Tall and Alan Small. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. And that is all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.